We've played you quite interesting music, I must say, from nine. Uh, we played you, Michelle Gale, I'll Find You. We also played you another one by PJ Morton, Let's It So Lonely. Also played you Joe, Don't Wanna Be a Player. And uh, Joe brought us to Luther Vandross. I always say there's none like Luther. And there's just none like Luther. I found myself playing dance with my father yesterday. And I just did not have words. I just always wonder, why are these guys so smart? And then I remember that the only truth is in music. It's just before 25 past 9 on this Monday night. It's Rise FM. It's the 20th of June. And the name is Pretty D. I am with Ndate Vusimona eh, on the line. We want to talk boys to men. Babmon, Njain. Pretty D, how are you doing, my sister? I'm absolutely awesome. I'm so excited talking to you. And um, I mean, um, I've just called you a few minutes ago and I thought to myself, Ubab Mona sounds like an activist. So, I, you know, I'm, I'm curious, were you ever involved in, in, in activism in your life? Oh, yes, Pretty D. Uh, in fact, the seed was planted way back in um, around 1981, 82, uh, I was a student at the And um, at that time, there was a move by the then South African government to forcefully incorporate the then Gangwane uh, into Swaziland. Bignan Babi Mabuza, the late, Inos Ganani Mabuza, the late chief minister in Gangwane, put out a resistance uh, and made us understand as young people that if we agreed to the incorporation, uh, we, would, we would lose our South African uh, citizenship. Mm. I think that's where the seeds of activism, you know, were, were born uh, in some of us. And, and I mean, there were guys like uh, Apostle Lipoko today. There were guys like uh, Robert Kumede. Um, I can name quite a number of uh, guys from our township uh, who are youth, um, but I a uh, cause to resist uh, that incorporation. And of course, when we went to university, that political consciousness grew. And uh, you know, uh, people always believe that politics are a dirty game, but I believe that they are an awakening. You know, they conscientize, to, they conscientize us to the Zedgeist. They call it the Zedgeist, the, the mood of an era. So, Babmona, growing up, you have seen so many things happening in this country. Freedom came in 1994. Now we are struggling with the voice of the boy child. Babmona? Oh, no. Know, they always say the devil is a liar. It seems like we've lost him. But I'm going to try and find him as we are uh, hoping to continue with that very interesting conversation there. I just can't wait. Oh, no, load shedding or, you know, a poor network transmission formed against us. <laughs> Shall prosper. We are ready to continue with our discussion. That was Kid Sweat. I'll give all my love to you. We just have to have this conversation, Bab Mona, because on Saturday, you are part of the Night of the Kings. Tell us about your involvement with this year's particular project. It's a first. It is a first, and uh, I must really commend 
for this initiative. Um, it's, it's, it's an initiative I'll characterize as a nation-building one. You know, it reminds me of legends like uh, Ubabu Akri, Cluster the Lake. We've got to have these kinds of initiatives and conversations, you know, amongst men. Um, so the program, the Saturday, it's um, talk about the challenges that face them as men, talk about the challenges that face society as a result of uh, of men, you know. Uh, if we are better, we're not pretty, a lot of the challenges that uh, face our society, a lot of the ills that face our society, you, you find that men are the common denominator. And, and we've got to confront this introspect and say, okay, guys, where are we getting wrong? Where are we getting it wrong? And how do we fix these things so that we can all contribute towards building a, a better future? So I'll be there, may not talking specifically about um, men in relation to family, love, and marriage. That's the brief that I got from Unozipo, and, and I'm going to try to rise to the occasion. You know, as we started our conversation, I asked you deliberately about the things that you were involved in as a young person. Activism is one of those, and I guess it's a lifelong thing. Now, the question is, as a man, you've also had your own children over the years. What do you feel are the expectations that society has unfairly placed on men that is that is just making them not to cope with life in this day and age? Look, uh, <clears throat> let me start by saying, you know, society has a right. Women, children have a right hmm. to expect certain things from us as men. No two doubts about that, right? Uh, if if I'm going to be a father, if I decide I'm going to bring children into this world, I'm bring I'm going to bring some mouths into this world. Yes. I'm going to feed those mouths, yes. right? There's an expectation. Yes. If we to sing a dead and pass from fact, my wife has a right to expect me to provide her with shelter, right? Care and protection. So we should not abdicate that responsibility as men and say, you know, society is unfair, there's a lot of pressure on us and so on. Society, men, I mean, women, children, they have the right to expect certain things from us. Be that as it may, which I think um, as men, we, we don't cope with because as kulumi, you know, when... Um, economically, I can't cope, um, and I can't provide to the expectation of my partner, my children, um, even relatives, right? I, I may then feel within under pressure, and then, and, 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 and then, you know, I feel society is being unfair. Uh, on me. We need to voice these things out. If you feel out that my expectations are, are unrealistic in terms of the means at my disposal, I need to say so, right? Yeah. Um, I need to say so uh, and, and call for help and, and, and call for, 
So now my expectations are, are, are be realistic. Right? But then, uh, yes. more, allow me to just, you know, put you on the spot. Is it true that you men tend to hide behind your mothers? That, you know, if it becomes very difficult to hear your woman or the women in your life, some of which maybe you might have children with? Look, um, you know, it depends on how one was brought up. Uh, men, boys and their mothers, uh, have a very strong bond, right? Mm. Just like fathers and their daughters. Mm. Um, and yes, I'll be the first to admit, and this is where society, you know, presses an unrealistic expectation uh, on us. Hey, there are times when I have to go and cry to my mother, <laughs> you know, um, uh, Does she tell you to men up? Does she tell you to men up? I think sensitive women wouldn't do that. You know, oh, I'll yeah. always be my mama's baby. Uh, she knows my weaknesses. And uh, if I come to her crying and hurting, right, I think the motherly instinct will, will tell her this is serious. She's not going to tell me to men up mm. as, you know, her baby that that she knows there are certain things that he can mend up to, right? Even if you say so. Yo, we are in trouble. We're in trouble, Babu. <laughs> so it means that we must not also leave mothers behind. At some point, we're going to have to sit down under one roof and talk about where things go wrong. You know, I also have got these, um, I would say, utterances that are quite um, prevalent in society. When you meet a guy, he will say to you, Umuhle, where, where the hell do those things come from, Babus? Again, it's, it's about the upbringing. It's about how we socialize the boy child. Uh, for one to prove one's manhood, for one to prove that uh, I love someone, so we need to teach our boys, you know, that you can love, you can appreciate the opposite sex without impregnate, impregnating anyone. Um, yeah. and, and we need to, to, to tell, you know, our boys the consequences of that wish. Because what comes with that wish, uh, you know, for, for boys who are not yet mature, you know, uh, can break them for life. You know, I just want to know, you have sons. Are you ready to be a grandfather? Yeah. What are you already teaching them? I already have one. Uh, my firstborn, and Dumiso, has been on your station. He runs a business in Kenya, Amazon. Mm-hmm. Um, Charles, the lifestyle, and we've partnered with, with your station. He's got uh, a baby girl, and he's got uh, uh, twins. So I'm already a grandfather of three. And, hey, it's, it's so pleasant. I, I tell you, uh, Pretty D, had I known it's so pleasant to be a grandfather, I wouldn't have had children. I would have gone straight and had grandchildren. <laughs> How are you going to do that? You must tell us. <laughs> I don't know. But, uh, so I that stage is quite enjoyable. It is. It is very enjoyable. Oh, they're such, they're such a pleasant. So now, how are you helping your son to be a better father? Not that you were not a, bad, no, not that you were not a good father, but I, I'm sure there are things that you have learned that you teach him. We'll see, you know, my son... And I know I wouldn't have done this. Yeah, you know, pretty. We grew up, Bafana Elokshin, thinking if you you beat up your girlfriend, we clear. 
No. I'm telling you, I mean, we were socialized. We grew up in the township. We grew up seeing Amafotmani slapping their women, their girlfriends. And you think that's being a man. And, you know, I've had to instill it in in all my boys, Mm. you know, that Mm. you don't lay a hand uh, on a woman. In fact, I'll tell their girlfriends, they lay a hand on you. Come and tell me, I will take him to the police station. Yes. You know. Uh, so I've taught them um, violence against women is a definite no-no. Um, for my son, who already has a family, you know, I've taught him, you've got to provide for your family. And it comes from my late dad. You know, I never understood it in Sakula. At the high school, my dad would take me, month and take me to town with my mom to do groceries. And he did it religiously so every month. Little did I know, you know, that he was instilling a value in me. To say when you get your salary, the first priority is your family. You know, and so I tell my son to listen. You got to look after your family materially. So, right. And then go nom cholo. Lengo mabesi lalezi don't wanna be a player, but they say men are players for life. When do you guys quit? Uh, is that no, right though no. in this day and age no not in this day and age not in this day and age uh look um there are men who prefer that lifestyle and i will not take anything away from them you know polygamy is is part of african society you know african culture those who still want to stick to it can afford it can cope with its dynamics who am I to be anti that, right? Um, but if you are going to be, uh, you know, a, a, a man of many women, you've got to do it in the manner that society, this African society accepts it. Um, it's, it's something that society frowns upon. Uh, so if Oh my God. And then we have STIs and sexually transmitted diseases and AIDS. We are that generation. But Mona. Of course. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Your message to Yeah. You know, that's the reality. If you're going to have multiple partners, there are these uh, risks, right? Uh, So it's just day and age. I tend to lean towards, uh, you know, monogamous marriages because of the uh, health risks, right? So young people, you know, who are living on the edge and have got multiple partners have got to be alive to this danger. You know, there are people who have gone six feet under. You know, it's not a joke. It's real, you know, because they contracted uh, HIV AIDS as a result of promiscuity and multiple partners. Uh, so yeah, that's, this is a reality. I'm sure you are ready. Um, the audience on Saturday, what a privileged audience they will be. And I'm sure a lot of other men I'm like, are like thinking now, how can I be under the same roof as Ubab Simona on Saturday? So just tell us, uh, as we conclude, Babeman. No, the event, uh, in the evening, I think the time is around uh, 6 or 7-ish. 
there's going to be a number of speakers. I'm just one of uh, the speakers. I've seen a uh, advocate, Mabel uh, Bongane Matsani, is going to be one of the speakers. Uh, I've seen Mfundisi Bongani Spia from Babaton. I've seen quite a, a number of men in the lineup. So it's going to be an interesting conversation uh, among men. If you haven't bought a ticket yet, uh, please go and get one if they're still available. Uh, this is a wonderful initiative. Uh, we need to have these kinds of get-togethers as, as men. And I must, as I said, and I really, really commend Nozipo for this great initiative. She's already, she's always taken care of the women, uh, night of the queens, and we're very grateful as men that she has created a platform for us. Mabmana Agarago, thank you so much for your time. And uh, I just can't wait for Saturday. I'm sure everyone, especially Mpumalanga, realize how lucky we are to have this kind of platform. See you on Saturday. Thank you, Bab. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, my sister. That was Babi Vusimona, a philanthropist. And, you know, he was giving us his take on issues affecting men in modern day society. The conversation continues on Saturday at the Night of the Kings. Hi, this is Musa Kosana on Rise of Feminine 60 Minutes, Monday to Thursday.